Hello world, welcome to another episode of the Call by God podcast. I'm your host, uh, Nixon. Uh, I'm also here with a special guest. She's, a, she's a, actually a special, special guest because uh, she's my daughter. And uh, how are you doing, Jordan? I am doing great. Thanks for having me. Um, awesome. It is always a blessing to have you. So I know Adney and I are doing something new. Uh, so we decided that we want to be um, better parents um, to our children. And not saying that we're bad parents, but we wanted to present these episodes as bonus episodes to the world. And we wanted to have devotions with our children. I mean, I know you're not a child. <laughs> you, yeah, you, no. you, Young yeah. adult kind yeah, of child. Yeah, it don't matter how old you are, you know, no matter how old you always be our baby, you know, especially as it relates to, you know, your mom and me. Mm. Yeah. So we wanted to do a devotion. So um, and I had you pick out the scripture. And it's, you, you know the crazy thing about this? Because um, before I wanted, I, re, I really wanted to create a podcast many, many, many years ago. And the podcast that I wanted to create uh, years ago, I wanted to create a podcast with you. This was back when you was in high school. Oh, I know. I had a picture in it. Yeah, yeah. We was going to actually have a podcast together where we was going to have discussions on real life events, what you might probably be going through, what I'm going through. And, um, but lo and behold, fast forward many, many years later, here we are, we are diving into the word of God. So oh, that, I think this is awesome. what you think? I think it's amazing, honestly, because I remember you and Ma set up the whole little DJ section of how the podcast will go. Mm-hmm. I remember taking pictures because I had a feeling like in the future is actually going to grow. It's going to be something probably big. And I was right. It's like how I predicted you guys' um, first meeting. I'm saying, oh, those two are going to get married. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So I re- I, I'm going to have a, a podcast episode with your brother. <laughs> so, you know, that's going to be interesting. Oh, yeah. He Elementary likes to talk. School. He loves to talk. Yeah. Yeah, he does. So what you want to talk about today? We're, we're going to talk about the scripture of your choice. Right now, honestly, I want to talk about mostly for like the younger audience out there or old whoever views it as their similar situation or crisis when it comes to like fear and not to let that hold you back. Cause it is easier said than done. But the verse I'll be talking about is second Timothy one through seven, one and seven for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and of love and of a sound mind, (sighs) which I'm about to explain more. I I think that's an awesome scripture. And and let me tell you something. I did not I did not pre-plan this. I did not tell Jordan this is the scripture that she needs to read. But what she don't know, I'm going to tell you right now because you didn't know this. So your mother and I was fellowshipping with a couple. We're not going to mention a couple name, but we was fellowship with a couple tonight, this evening. And before the couple left, I was talking to the husband. And that's the same scripture that I quoted to him. Yeah, I quoted to him. I said, I said, for God having given us the spirit of fear, but the power of love and the sound mind, because he was talking about fear. Yeah, so that's how I know it's divine. I know the scripture that you read, it is designed by God and it was ordained by God for you to read it just now. So you see how the Holy Spirit works? Like I was just, your mother and I were just in a fellowship with a couple and I'm talking to the husband about this scripture and I didn't even tell you to read the scripture and this is a, yeah, that's awesome, right? 
So what do you what, what what are your thoughts on this scripture? How does it resonate with you? How it resonate? It kind of does give you that sound of mind, or it kind of give you that peace in your heart. But in a way, I feel like you have to go through the conflict in order to actually know what the verse is talking about. And my so-called experience of it, uh, let's with my old job, let's call it um, George Animal Hospital. So long story short of it, I worked there for almost a year. I liked the people there. They were nice. They were talkative and everything like that. But I didn't want to talk to anybody in fear of, you know, people trying to, you know, gang up on me. People try to ruin my just clear reputation right there. Not saying I did anything bad in the past or anything like that, but it's like I wanted to keep a good image like anybody else. Have that SpongeBob record while you're ready to go to work. You're happy to be there. You want to make everybody smile kind of way. So later on, I met this person, let's call her Nico, and she was just like any other regular person. I talked to her, we laugh, we joke. And I didn't see it then, then I do see it now. But like they said, uh, devils and always is in sheep clothings. <sighs> so a couple of months later, I noticed that she kept on picking on me, nitpicking me like little small tasks, whether it be cleaning, whether it be like how to hold a dog or a cat or just anything I would do is just never enough. And it's like, you know, you start blaming yourself at first. You're thinking, okay, maybe it is my fault. Maybe I need to do this better. Maybe I need to do that. And you try to, you know, defend yourself and that person. But then, you know, that's when when the person starts getting to you over and over and over again. It does something to you mentally without you knowing it. Ah, and talking about it gave me all emotional. <laughs> but yeah, because every time I would try to speak up about it, they would think that I'm being dramatic. They would think I'm being too emotional or being, um, how can I say this, too observant. So they make me think, I'm at fault with everything. And yes, they like they gave me some slaps on the wrist. They have been patient with me with some errors I actually did because I am human, of course. (laughs) But it just came to the point where I wanted to impress other people that I neglected how I felt, my mental, my spiritual, everything about me. I just completely ignored. And that took a big big toll on me because still there was one time I didn't feel good I was actually pretty sick and I was trying to get the mop bucket ready because she had a certain way of getting it done so when I went to my co-worker and asked her hey did you fill up this water to the right um to the right measurements and she said yeah 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 just take it to take it and I'm like, okay, I'll just take the mop bucket and mop the cat room. So as well, as I went to the cat room, she stopped me and said, what are you doing? And, you know, I got defensive and I'm saying, I'm just cleaning the mop room. Like, is it like you trying to do your own tasks and your, your boss or anybody try to stop you? You know, you're so quick to tell them an answer because, you know, in fear, they might point something out. And also, you know, you're not doing anything wrong. 
So I told her I'm going to the cat room. And she said, well, did you fill it up a certain way? I told her yes. And like, uh, and she made me feel like a kid because she started saying, oh, bring it to me. Let me see. So I showed her and that's when she lashed off on me. And this is where I knew I wasn't crazy or knew I wasn't being like emotional about it because this is something I didn't even do. This is somebody else's error, but she gets on me about it. If anybody else makes that mistake, she's so quick to like, you know, say, oh, it's okay, fine. Don't worry about it. Just passive aggressive. But if it's directly towards me or anything that traces to me, really quick with just saying, see, she's a problem. She's doing this. She's doing that. She didn't ask my authority. So after that mop bucket incident, it made, it made me so mad. It, I coughed. I had a headache. I was stressed. I had high anxiety because I felt like nothing I did was ever enough. And no matter what I do, it just make things worse. And you might be thinking like, oh, okay, is it so bad? Then why not just go to a new job? And I tried that. But again, the fear was still there of thinking if I go to this new job, they probably won't accept me. They probably will think I'm a screw up and just everything around the book that I could think of, which withheld me getting a new job. So you had to overcome all of that, huh? Oh, yeah. But you know what? Uh, that's a that's a very interesting, powerful testimony. And I remember when you you went through it and, and I like the scripture you chose because you're right, because we as children of God, we're children of God. Right. So God has blessed us with his Holy Spirit. So that scripture says for God, having given us the spirit of fear. So God, it says for God, because that's what Paul was telling Timothy in that day. And that still applies to us even to this day for God, having given us the spirit of fear, but of power. So we have the power. Right. We have love. And also a sound mind, clear mind. So those are the three components, power, love, and a sound mind. So God allow you to conquer all three, I suppose. And you know what? Fear can hold us back. Fear showing up because just think, just look at it this way. Um, think about stepping into a terri- an unknown ter- territory that you've never been to before. There's going to be a level degree of fear, especially if it's especially if it's something that you have never ever um done before. Um it's it's like it's a leap of faith. It's yeah, fear of the unknown. So yes, yeah, so there there's going to be a level degree of fear, but I think God help us in those areas. So in closing, um what would be some words of encouragement that you'll tell a, a young adult that might have a level degree of fear? And what are some words of encouragement you'll tell them how to get out of it? The thing I could say now is to not give up. I know it's simple, base, kind of cliche. You could think of something better kind of thing, but it really is just not to give up because it's so easy. It's so easy to just drop the ball and call it a day. But if you could get through it and look back at it, you could see how strong you've become. And, you know, people deal with it in their own different type of ways. But just know to pray, forgive, and just try to move on and try to do the best that you can. Every day is a new day. So make it count. Yeah, I think that's awesome, especially your generation, Gen Z. Yeah, <laughs> Gen we're messed Z. up. 
<laughs> nah, y'all not messed up. Everybody need a whole lot of Jesus. So, all right, world. So, that's it. That was just uh, my daughter and I just sharing a quick devotion with you guys. I hope y'all get it. Go back and y'all can read the scriptures in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 7. For God having given us the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. Remember to always share, subscribe, and follow us. We're on all major pop platforms. And also be encouraged. Remember that Jesus Christ is the King of Kings and he's the Lord of Lords. Be blessed. That's it for now. But before we go, please continue to listen, subscribe, and share our podcast. Also, if you want to support our show, please scroll down to the bottom of the show notes and click on the link that says buy me a coffee. We would greatly appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And remember, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. And also, Jesus Christ loves you. Thank you. Wait, there's more. What if today was your last day on earth? Would you be ready to meet your maker? Well, Jesus Christ has given us the good news. He told his disciples in Mark 16, 15, 16, and he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Jesus Christ has instructed his children to share and preach the gospel, which is the good news, which means that Jesus Christ came and that he was sacrificed. He was buried and he rose on the third day by believing and by repenting and confessing and being baptized. You will be saved. So it is your choice. Jesus Christ will not force you. You've heard the message. You heard personal testimonies. But this is your opportunity to give your life to Christ. Don't wait until tomorrow, because tomorrow is not promised. So I hope you submit to the will of God and give your soul to Christ. Be blessed.